Hold a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tans and Jess and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's Pubcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 12.2, It's a Trap, where we are covering the novel Blood Rites. My name is Tansen, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. I believe in America. America has made my fortune. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that from? The Godfather. (laughs) Chapter 2. Harry delivers the puppies to Brother Wang at O'Hare Airport. Once done, Thomas and Dresden leave for a soiree so Harry can meet his new client. Upon arrival, they are surprise attacked by a black court vampire. So yes, Brother Wang, who has apparently decided to meet in the chapel, because I'm guessing that Harry didn't choose that spot. It's a really bad... It's a really bad choice. And like, we are two years later... They've obviously had time to clean it up, and they've changed out the carpet, and they've replaced a couple of other things that weren't cleanable. But my biggest question is, I've never been to O'Hare Airport, so I don't exactly know this. But my assumption is that you have to get through airport security before you get to the majority of airport amenities. Generally speaking, the majority of the stuff geared for people waiting around are the people who already passed the security checkpoint. So I'm curious that the chapel is on the side that Harry can access. I think you used to be able to go through security even if you weren't flying. You could go through to a certain point, if I remember right. It's been a long time. It ha- yeah. And it's I think still that changed post after- 9-11, though. I know it did take a while, because, okay, so Canada yes. did not have to use a passport to get to America until years and years after 9-11. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right that... Even after 9-11 for a while, you could get through security. But, like, the way it is now, like, you can't do shit until you've been through security, basically. Like, And I really don't know because, I'll be quite honest, I've never gone to seek out the chapel in any airport I've been at. Which, granted, is not terribly many. Most recently, I'd say the last time, really, that I flew was to go see my mom. And so it was Calgary to Toronto to Moncton. So Pearson's a pretty big one. Um, I did not... I've never... I have no idea where the chapel is at the Calgary airport, and I have dropped if off even and picked up one. people right. numerous, and, if, yeah. And we probably have different protocols just because of being a different country. That's potential, too, but yeah, I don't know, like you say, where is it located before or after, or... I've, just, I've been in a, you know, a lot of airports around the world. now. Stop rubbing it in. The vast majority of them, you can't do shit until you're past security. Even when I was yeah. in, like, a tiny little, like, when I was in Bulgaria, and their departure airport and arrival airport were two different buildings. And, like, there was, like, nearly nothing about them. There was still, like, you know, like, two feet of space. And then you had to do security before you could do anything else. Like, yeah. There wasn't, like... Did you have to show your tickets to security, too? I don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go see, like, an agent. Yeah. And then you get your tickets. 
And then there's still, there's some stuff. There's bathrooms and, like, a coffee shop. But, like, mm-hmm. it's after security that you've got, like, the VIP lounges and the restaurants and the tourist vendors and the right. Souvenir $13 water bottle stand. And, like, yeah. you know, like, all of that is on the other side of security because, generally speaking, the people on the not leaving don't need to buy anything. They're just dropping people off or picking people up. They don't need a thousand shops. Or you can potentially go elsewhere to get those things. Well, well you know, exactly, right? You but can. it's when you're on the other side of security, you're, you yeah. live here now. <laughs> yeah. So you're here's like, all these restaurants and bookstores and other bullshit, but... I legit don't remember, and I, like, pretty much exclusively, like, drives where well, yeah. I wanted yeah. to go, so... And I can understand maybe having the chapel on the side where, like, all the family can go and pray together, not just the ones who are traveling, if you really care about that, and... If you're looking for a chapel in an airport, you must really care about that. But go, yeah. I still feel like it's weird that Harry was just like, no problem, walking through the airport with a fuck ton of dogs. I, Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. And this is yeah, <laughs> the box itself hardly seems like it's you know viable to go on a flight. You'd have to have like a don't you have to like have an individual ticket if you're gonna bring the, an animal and in a the closed container, flight? a kennel. Because yeah, cause <laughs> I was gonna say they would yeah they would at least need to be in some kind of carrier <laughs> other than just a box. This, this is where we definitely have to have the the the, the, the dis, disbelief, the suspension of disbelief. Well, I'm, I'm sure but Wayne has his own dog carrier. I was gonna right? say I'm gonna assume that because if Peter was mad about a demon monkey getting smacked in the nose they're not letting him travel to Tibet with a box of dog right so presumably actually boarding he's got proper kennel accommodations for these and yeah because I know it used to be I think they've stopped doing it now because there was issues and I don't know again not from personal experience but because you used to be able to they would stick like dogs and things and like cargo and now they don't so now I had a cat sent to me yeah I was gonna say probably have to have she was very traumatized after and I, I can understand and then again from things going wrong and them freezing and this and that and the other thing I think now yeah you probably have to have like tickets and stuff like that they probably are but yeah assuming he's got all that sorted out I don't know um but I was going to say, oh, and Death Mask, because they kind of said something about, and I don't know if they reference enough there where they had to go to find the chapel. Because there it was less of an issue because they were vacating the airport anyway, so who gave a fuck well, yeah, if they I didn't went through? yeah, I care then because I was like, there's yeah. not security standing yeah, around. Yeah, but that's they... what I mean is I just, I don't know if it sort of said anything more there about where it was that would indicate, you know, where, but yeah. Went to the website, O'Hare International Airport, and they've got a whole page on the chapel. And it is tagged with pre-security. There you go. Oh. So I guess, yeah. All right, that's all. Now we know. Now we know. So that's why it's convenient. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Brother Wayne asks if that's all the puppies, and Harry tells him that's all he got. Um, but it's the cutest way. And he doesn't, but he and he doesn't know if anyone got to them before he he did. So he's like, I don't know how many puppies. You just told me to go retrieve puppies, and it's true. We don't have a number for how many puppies he was supposed to go and retrieve. It's not like yeah. ten of them got stolen. As apparently, it just seems like he was told to go retrieve puppies because Harry himself is like, I don't know how many fucking ones you wanted me to get. These are all the ones I saw. Yeah. It's just a bushel of fuzz. Yeah. Well, and whether it was, you know, again, just because or the language barrier, because it really is kind of a, a cute thing with him. With his, is it that all the racist. little one dogs are boxed in? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's, or when he's looking at the fire extinguisher thing. What happened? Harry's like, oh, oops. Ah, oops. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, go with that. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Good word. Yeah. 
So yeah, so I don't know for yeah. I'm like, who knows if he thought he conveyed how many there were or tried to, but exactly. He's like, yeah, you got what you get. Yeah. Brother Wang thanks him, pays him, and leaves for his flight right away because it was about to just take off I guess it's like nothing like leaving it to the last minute seriously <laughs> like, right? what was he gonna do if like Harry had been like another 20 minutes I'm sure he'll reschedule his flight over and over and over again waiting for this guy but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I suppose it probably would have been easier to reschedule the flight than because again even Harry makes reference to this after if we're not getting too spoilery in like the next chapter where he's like I'd be a pain in the ass to try and like ship it to them yeah so yeah, chances chances are Wang wasn't leaving without them, but yeah. Just so happens to be like, okay, I will run for my board during boarding. Now. Although again, in all fairness, if things had gone to plan, Harry was expecting to be in and out of there easy peasy. It's not like it delayed him that much. What do you think? Ten minutes of fighting? I it could potentially escape have been, the building. The building and was then... already on fire by the time we come in. Well maybe. So there's been a little bit of... Specifically, was already on fire <laughs> when we got not there. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> um, this t- timing, that works kind of well for Harry in his favor. I'm going I'm to write these books, and I wasn't the one who started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things that's like you really don't know, because sometimes it's like five seconds of description is like ten hours of fighting, and sometimes like ten hours of description is like five hours of fighting, so... It is hard, and then his whole conversation with blah, 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 but... Still, I mean, honestly, it's probably more likely, like, you know, takes two hours before international boarding flights, so it's like... And checking in puppies takes a while, too, so it's like, his pro- flight probably is, like, three hours away still. It's just, you know, he's gonna spend all three hours doing all the bumbo-jumbo <laughs> of airport security, right? Just easier to translate, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya. Right. Harry returns to Thomas, who is flirting with a cop by the car. And the cop recognizes Harry and tells him, Murphy says that he is good people. But that Thank is you. not a compliment. <laughs> Never mind. Apparently, Murphy is not in the good books right now with a lot not, of other people. Not everybody likes To Murphy. be fair, that's what SI is about. Yeah. You don't go to SI being liked. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's things of, her reputation is getting worse and worse by the day. Which is also the point of SI. Which is, <laughs> well... Oh, it's like parenting. Oh, you hate me? I must be doing my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, oh, you hate me and think we're all crazy? Well, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't know about vampires and werewolves. Mm-hmm. So good old Harry, which, again, he's like, counts the money after. <laughs> Can't even trust a priest or a brother or a Holy monk. Man. Which, again, given that we're just coming off death masks, can't altogether fault him for. <laughs> <laughs> That was supposed to be a priest too. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. So, right? <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, we found out that, as you were saying before, it's been like a couple of weeks of trying to track down these poor puppies. Let this be a lesson to you, Harry, though. You get paid if you don't beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and this is, well, right? You actually return their stolen property and don't harm them. And look, you get paid after. If Harry could have reined in his anger long enough to demand payment above and, and then, then beat then the like, shit out of him, be like, hey, I got it, fork up the dough, and then be like, yeah. Or otherwise, gone to Marcone and be like, I'll get the shroud to you. You pay me a couple million. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my money, bitch. <laughs> it's like, either way, he swung that. He was like, I'm going to choose the broke boy path either way. <laughs> either, right? 
the cost of doing the good. You're going to get your shroud, and you're not going to get your shroud, and either way, I won't get paid for it. <laughs> so this time, he makes sure he's got extra expenses added, and he's like, I got a retainer from yep. Brother Wang here, and then it ended up being longer, so we racked up a bunch of hours, and then he's like, well, you might as well, you found them? Oh, good, go get them. So he's like, I'm going to charge you more being the repo guy and going to go right so he's like you know like i love how it kind of goes like this every once in a while right he's like broke 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 and butcher's like kate the man obviously has to live he's not getting evicted he hasn't starved to death here's a case where he actually made money <laughs> bigfoot gives him a gold bar bigfoot gives him a gold nugget and he, you know pays his rented for advance in a year and <laughs> we need an accountant who is listening to do a tally of his income please i'd like an accountant just in the books who's like calling him every chapter being like we really need to do your taxes man he's like shut up <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk like, this is I not will, good i'll just i'll call you back leave me alone yep flirty flirty thomas flirty flirty thomas <laughs> that bastard gets away with everything wearing wearing the cops aren't there like big rules about that i mean i know they impersonating don't. a cop well and took okay. his hat <laughs> well yeah well, i don't know if that's completely impersonating yeah. if he's just but i'm gonna say i mean i i know again they don't like it if you just go up and like take off there. You're you not know, supposed to touch them. You're not supposed to touch, but you know. But if, if cops and strippers, if you, you don't if you touch them, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> really, that's not what happened in the movie you showed me the other day. <laughs> oh my! Uh, where are we? <laughs> no. Um, so Thomas is gonna take him to his friend. <laughs> It just so happens there's a soiree for the crew tonight. Crazy. Love it. What timing. Mm-hmm. And this is just a classic example of Harry's night. He's going to go to Max, and then he's going to go get some temple dogs, and then he's going to go to the airport, and now he's got to go to a soiree. It's like, <laughs> when it starts, it doesn't stop. It just but sort of lines up. But there's snacks. Mm-hmm. So, which he's not allowed to put in his pockets, which he does. <laughs> we, we know this. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> oh, my sandwich is squished. Yeah, I mean, imagine you're Annabelle Mott and you steal some guy's jacket and you <laughs> sandwiches in it. Didn't we do that already? That's why it had to go to the fucking... I'm pretty sure, yeah, we could the dry cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, in all fairness, that was his tux jacket that we know for sure. Oh, he right, it was a tux. It was a tux. I'm not saying there wasn't also sandwiches in the duster, but... I'm just like, you, everyone, like... <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but in the future we'll get short stories of people, other point of views. Yeah. Reacting Points to Harry. Yeah. He's so cool. He's so badass. He's like, people are so afraid of him and he doesn't realize how scary he is. And it's like, dude has finger sandwiches in his pocket <laughs> yeah. at any given time. Harry's like, me? You're afraid of me? <laughs> There's a little puppy in this pocket. There's sandwiches in this pocket. Broken <laughs> like, splinters of constant blast. Shows up in rocks. cowboy boots that he trips over because they're not made for running down school hallways. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're like, again, right? It just makes me think of Spike and Buffy. This? This is the intrepid gang that foils me every time. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, I, I can't think of a character, but yeah. It's just like, why does no one else see he's a moron? <laughs> so, the soiree. Yes. When they arrive, Thomas gives Harry an envelope to give to security. When a, a bark and a growl comes from under his seat, followed by instant spidey senses of stranger danger. And Harry realizes that guard is actually a vampire of the Black Court. This description is way less vampire and way more zombie. That's true. It was I, like, grotesque. This is the first 
Even when we've described black vampires before, I guess Mav are kind of had her shit together, and that's really the only black vampire we've seen otherwise. Mm -hmm. But this guy seems like totally like death's doorstep for the vampires. Well, and I think that's the difference again that Butcher makes between each one, mm -hmm. you know? Like, so you've got Thomas, who's very human-like. So there's virtually no indicators about him being vampiric other than when he gets all super strengthy and stuff like that no fangs no blood no and then the reds have the whole meat suit meat suit thing and then yeah that's it is that these guys are like the original gross not ever not everlasting beauty and young forever fountain of youth it's like no it's a rotting corpse <laughs> yeah. and it does determine we were wondering whether or not the reds could change their meat suit but we at least know that the black vampires keep the same face that they had in life. Obviously, they look more deadly, but at least Harry's like, I saw this guy more as a dead. human. Well, yeah, that. That <laughs> Deathly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, obviously, Harry's seen this person before they were a vampire, and it's still the same face. Although, now him. worse. Yeah. White cord and the black cord definitely don't change their faces, and then the red cord is still, you know. We don't know yet, or whatever. Yet. Right. And, and he kind of leaves out the, the lore for the black cord, just because he bases it off of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. Well, which, yeah. I mean, I think, if I remember right, for Bram Stoker's, if, like, he's not fed, if Dracula's not fed very well, he sort of does Starts that decay withering thing. withering. Yeah. But the more fed he is, like, the more... Does Rejuvenated with life he seems, the, the, you know? The shrunken head dried apple thing, or the plumped back up full of life, and... Right. Yeah. yeah. The black vampires are the most iconic to Western vampire lore the ideas that we have, right? So, yeah. As long as they're filled with blood, they're the vitality of life. But that the whole point of the whole Bram Stoker in the Dresden Files is that they had been weakened and. And this guy's just a lackey too, so and yeah, lackey and because yeah, because everyone knows how to take him out now. But yeah, exactly. It's that probably you know again if they don't get beat up or anything like that, they stay relatively intact, looking just kind of dead <laughs> not real whereas yeah they don't recover regenerate from any damage they take so that's yeah the other thing Harder. in this one is that so if any of them have have fallen on tough times then they're not coming back from that and they're gonna look worse and worse and worse and worse and, and worse. that makes them the most human of them all well ish yeah for that whole immortality pass for him and the super yeah. strength because even though harry goes to dodge out of the way the thing still gets his sleeve and <laughs> basically he has all the power in his two fingers that harry has in his entire upper body yeah which is not fair not at all i think i should be able to fight off a nearly dead zombie right one that apparently you know not more than a couple of years old harry tries to break free but isn't strong enough and the vampire begins to attack <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 3 Harry fights off the vampire using holy water-filled balloons. Thomas assists, and they successfully fend off the vampire. So he was part way to, like, leaning down to figure out what the hell is growling in his car. Mm-hmm. And luckily that means he's able to grab his handy-dandy wizard 
items. <laughs> keep stashed in the vehicle. Yeah. What, how did he get a holy water-filled balloon? Did he just go to Father Forto with already filled balloons and was like, bless this shit? Or did he go there with balloons and was like, can I dip this into your baptism fountain? Didn't or? he already mention that he, Father Fort Hill already says that he's the only person that he's met and had to bless a bucket or like a like barrel, a barrel of, of, holy of holy water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. So he's well stocked. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the water that's holy. The balloons are just. No, I understand that. I was just saying, like, did he show up there with balloons and was like, I'm going to go dip these into your baptism fountain? Or did he show up with already filled water balloons? Was like now bless these, but okay, he's yeah. already in the past come and gotten a barrel of water. Yeah, and that's taken it home and that's what I mean. He's already got the holy water, and then he's just sticking probably uses it for the a bunch holy of water. I'm um, sure it's in thousand oh. potions. Yeah, yeah, very efficient. He's he's, he's just got even, this bu- barrel. He's yeah. just got even more use now with this whole war thing. You know, it's right. like yeah, it's like it's right, that was even before be, the uh, war started. It was so that's what I'm saying is now. Yeah. He's got a like a by the week he's sending you know, barrels of water. Yeah. <laughs> you know those ones like on the highway. Yeah. For like that you crap you right. He's just the got like barrels. he's got like blockades of those. Like, I was just thinking his. like every time you go to the grocery store you buy one of those reusable ones. You stop off at St. Mary's. You're like hey, <laughs> yeah, this one now, and then you continue on your way home. <laughs> yeah, because literally it takes like two seconds. It's like nothing to bless holy water. So it's, oh no, is it nothing? Are you a priest? Do you takes know a that? lot of faith. Takes a lot of faith. Gotta yeah. have faith, the faith, the faith. He uses a lot of power, but he's tired after. Can't do any <laughs> baptisms that day. Put it down. Oh my god. All I know is it takes no time to do it. It's not like it's not like you have to have an entire baptism ceremony for it. You go, hey father, can you bless this? And he goes, here you go. And you've got holy water. Yeah, yeah, I've stood that's, in line before. That's <laughs> Okay, this is all the point I was making is that. <laughs> He could stop by frequently if he wants. I just because feel like that's like not... Justice is funnier, though. I, I like that. I, I don't like <laughs> I had pulled, like, such an attitude with it, though. I, I don't was... like how easy it is for them. I feel like it shouldn't be harder. <laughs> but it's... You gotta work go for around, like, it's... pointing at stuff like it's the force. Like, bless, okay, bless, okay, bless. okay, okay, okay. You get a is, blessing. You get is, a blessing. This is... Yes. I just feel like it should be harder, okay. <laughs> or at least more time-consuming. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, you know, the president execute that guy, execute that guy. Like no one's gonna ask any questions. It's not like, transubstantiation, okay? <laughs> that takes longer. That's got more to it. That's got some. Okay, it's it's a blessing. You're, bl- you know what? You sneezed. God bless you. Doesn't take a lot of time and effort, okay? <laughs> some prayers are longer than others, some, but this is, yeah, you're just... <laughs> I hope you brought your rosary okay. today. <laughs> you're not turning this into, like, the fountain of youth, okay? It is not going to, you know? So I kind of get what you're saying. This also is why we have, I don't know, like, churches and congregations and things, so that they, they doesn't have to take a long time, right? They can take their little incest... Incest? <laughs> <laughs> incense burner and bless everybody all at once okay i'm not gonna take time to go through you know 50 to you 100 of you 200 of you at a time so we're just gonna say all of you right here right now bless you go on have a so yes <laughs> they chuck the water at your face and or that yes that was the other one and Emma. we've all been splashed in the face with the burns. no i've never sat that close in a church well i have we were always in the front row <laughs> literally front pew <laughs> it's good to know a guy either way <laughs> i either way <laughs> 
I just love the ideas that wow. Harry comes up with, though. Like, a water balloon filled with holy water is pretty freaking genius. Uh, I'm actually kind of a little bit surprised it's not in a water gun. Effective. I feel like a water gun would hold up in the car better, though. Like, you just went careening through the streets and all of these water balloons and just survived? It's actually a condom. <laughs> but we... Maybe. That'd be at least sturdier material. Well, it also needs to pop, though, once he attacks. Yeah. But this is, again, like, I just feel like, you know, in a car that doesn't really have any padding in it anymore... And then you got three water balloons in the bottom of your vehicle, and they've survived constantly driving around the city. There's also a dog under there. There's, okay, yeah, but they're in a box, so who knows what else is in this box and how well it's padded and keeping just, his... We know from experience but, that filling water bottles, they pop immediately. This like, is true. Those are also the really tiny, thin ones from the dollar store, so where else I mean... do you buy water balloons from? There is no high-quality water balloon shop. They're all shitty little dollar store water balloons. <laughs> okay. Back in the day, I remember we just had more like regular we balloons that we filled. Balloons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is my point. So if you took like the regular balloons, like you blow up for a birthday party, those are generally a little bit thicker and heavier than these dollar store tiny water balloon ones. That's all my point is. I can't keep talking about your childhood. It's just so <laughs> sad. <laughs> Just, just wait until the next generation, and they will look at you and be like, how did you possibly survive? I won't talk to anyone from the next generation. I don't want to know Not their opinions. Tr- you have already. In fact, you took an entire opportunity to tell a breakup story to a four-year-old because nobody else was listening to you at the time, okay? And I'm pretty sure she told you how sad and pathetic that was. So do you... <laughs> did you really? She wasn't the only one listening to me. <laughs> So yes, your life will be sad and pathetic to them. So I'm just saying, we don't know what else is in this box. What other handy-dandy gadgets? What quality these balloons are? I'm going to, again, cut him a little bit of slack here. <laughs> he magicked up the balloons to not pop unless he, in contact with a vampire. Right, exactly. You, you know, right? He's up in everything a little bit. He's like, I'm going to spell up the death duster for a little protection. I'm going to spell up the water balloons for a little. That works for me. And um, yeah, I'll go with that. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I mean, maybe just, I don't know, would you? because you said the water gun, but I was like, maybe, you know, he's just kind of hoping on better, like, You'd have potentially more precision with a water gun, depending on, although Harry also says... But not necessarily more distance? But not necessarily more distance, not necessarily more cover, right? Because when that thing pops, it's going to, right? So, you know, I I don't know, right? What were super soakers like in the early 2000s? No, they, were like they were su- amazing. Yeah. They were like super soakers. That was like the era of super soakers. It was. So yeah, They're pump... Expensive. I was going to say the pump action, he could have potentially... That takes a lot but of those time, are, though. Yeah. But it's so big and exactly, you know? I mean, again, you're not wielding that thing around in your, right? And I need the super cool because my brother had one that I thought was really nifty. It was, like, a battery-operated, like, submachine gun-looking thing. It had, like, fucking 50 feet on it. That thing was the cool. We loved that thing because you just had to pull the... Now, again, unfortunately, it didn't have a ginormous reservoir on it. If I remember correctly... A can of popper a bit less Jesus, or something. That's nothing. That's, yeah. It was that's a cup. But it but it was battery operated and could hit you from like fifty feet away. <laughs> they, weren't to, they weren't allowed to do more water than that because it'd be a war crime. Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, right? I, so I think for, for his budget, this is a very efficient This is right. Yeah. Solution. Yeah. It yeah. works. And he's not gonna get you know, hauled, I mean, again, like, for those of us that have done, like, the comic expos and the Oda Fests and things, and, 
you know, where you have to get your prop check because literally somebody had like a toy gun and, you know, they shut down the entire campus because they thought Ozark somebody, walking stick or your, you know, authentic Ozark walking stick. That is just a large <laughs> stick that you could bash people with. So they're like, you can't. So get exactly. It's in the Ozark authentic traditional Ozark something or rather walking stick. I feel like there was one year I went as Harry Dresden to comic expo and they actually did make me, Surrender. Check in my walking stick. <laughs> yes. And so we put on the checklist. It isn't a club. It's a walking stick. Six feet long. It's traditional Ozark folk art with dents and nicks all over it. I thought about it for a second. I'm insecure. Get a blanket. <laughs> so yes, took a notepad and he wrote, received one six foot tall traditional Ozark walking club from Mr. Smartass. So, yes, that's what, uh, yeah, when they said she had to turn it in, I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we got to put this on the receipt. <laughs> yeah, guys are funny. That was that was the only pro to it being confiscated. She has been confiscated in the books, too. <laughs> this is a little too true. Still canon. Uh, right? <laughs> and then Thomas, a little late to the draw, boot to the head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? It was so perfect for listening to this. I was like, hey! And especially because, yeah, in the last book, we were like, that's. What did you say? Boot to the face? Boot I was like, oh, face. I want to make that joke, but I can't because it's coming up next chapter. <laughs> I do love that. I mean, I. Mm, I sort of, I, it seems again like we're just saying in like this 10 seconds of talking is like three hours of fighting or like three hours of fighting is like 10 seconds of, you know, and I'm like, again, in this instance, Thomas with all his supernatural, and I guess we get to that in a second too, where I guess there's somewhat of an explanation for it. But yeah, the puppy starts grumbling, so then Harry starts extending, so he, cl- and then yeah, Thomas is still just like, do, 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 you know, I was like, why did it take you so much longer than both of these other things. I'm like, Harry had to throw out his senses, but I'm like, you and the puppy should have been like on the same level here. You both should have had that like instant. Right. He sucks at his job. The unwitting (laughs) (laughs) self-absorbed. You know, when you're traveling around with a big, strong man, you let your guard down, you know? He's like, I got Harry with me. Right. I don't need to be looking out for myself. I got him. Right. He's normally, he's got to be protecting Justina, you know, because... She's the, you know, small, female-y, not super strong. And now he's like, you know what? I'm with Dresden. Dresden can be the protect. I'm just going to chill. sit back. I'm I'm in the passenger seat. He's got a lot on his mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Does he, though? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Thomas, so much. (laughs) But yes, I know. That's what I love to play out that he's he's just the dumb, blonde, ditzy one. So Harry grabs another uh, blessed bubble to use uh, on the injured vampire, but he retreats. And furthermore, proving that Harry's the smartest guy in the car. Because Thomas wants to run after him, and Harry's like, it's a trap, you idiot. Yeah, Yeah, for once. Well, not only that, he totally recognizes the vampire from Bianca's manor, but the guy was a little more fleshy at the time. Yeah. Right, yes. So yeah, this is, yeah, part of why he's like, "Mm, wait. (laughs) That is specifically a Mavril flunky. Yeah, maybe we don't won't like go that. running off into the dark after him. So this, though, does bring up, like, a really... Because they don't address it more than this. And I'm like, again, is this just a super coincidental... 
attack of opportunity because Harry did not, this was not in his plans. His plans was to go have a meal at Max, go pick up some puppies, go to the airport, go home. This is all Thomas's, and which we didn't find out until the car ride between there and here that Thomas is like, I want you to come meet somebody. This is where we're going. So how does this black court vampire be waiting as a guard at a guard at Thomas's friend's party to jump out at Harry? Well, because Thomas was also at that party and she wants him dead as well. Right, because it's really actually about Thomas in this case, not actually Harry. Do you think so? I think so. Like, just based on what you just said, it doesn't logically make sense that he would be there for Harry. And I think Thomas knows because we'll get to it because he'll, they're, they're in the next chapter, but he deflects like mad when Maver's brought up. So you think it's more just coincidental that Harry ends up being in the right place at the right time? I think so. For. Because again, I mean, just knowing how the book ends, right? But. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm only to chapter four. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think Maver has enough issue to be either A, trailing Harry the whole time, and B, just also has beef with everyone else who's at that party and delayed her plans. Thomas pisses everybody off, really. Maybe. That well, too. I mean, there, there's I, I, that, There's that, things that. I want to say about it, but that we're not there yet yeah. to bring up. So make readdress this point yes. when it's... I did. We'll leave this as the unanswered question for now. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that... Yeah. Yeah. So they, they park, and the, the puppy starts growling again. And so they know that there's a good chance that Mavra is veiled somewhere close by because they can't see anybody. And that's at least what they're guessing. Well, yeah, he, they don't know for sure, but they're just saying it could be. Like, she's so good, like... She, could, she could be on the other side of the city or she could be sitting on the hood. Yeah, it's not that they think necessarily that she's there, but but yeah, definitely that she's involved. no way to know. Yeah. And Harry picks up the, the puppy, and of course it's the notch-eared, bravely foolish one. Right. And they notice it's it's savaging something. Yeah. Which happens to be the vampire's dismembered ear that can also move without its owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Brother Wing was right. There was at least one puppy missing. There was at least one missing. This is like an evil dead moment, if ever. Like Right. A little it's gross. Yeah, yeah. It it really I know, I remember you and But an ear. Hmm. Well yeah, it's just the fact that okay, the blast of holy water managed not just kinda cause it kinda says it melted off half his head, right? And we all from, you know, vampire movies that we've seen, that's generally like the the holy water sizzles and ah, and right, so it's just kind <laughs> of now I see like Indiana Jones, like that's the how they did the animations with the, the guy's face melting. That's what I see now. Yeah, so, right, <laughs> <laughs> well, stop frame is it the stop frame? Yeah, maybe that might be. Yeah, I don't know. I can't picture the scene exactly enough to face melty. I just yeah. remember the yeah, yeah, but anyways, but yeah, so the fact that it just kind of like flew, you know, it didn't just like yeah, kind of dissolve the skin on him or whatever, but it actually like like sent a piece. Like it severed this ear from him, and it's still mostly holy an ear. <laughs> like, and then yeah, just the fact that the dog is chewing on this half dead. Like, I didn't like in Harry Potter when the twins magic like those perfectly healthy ears on a string. Uh, the extended ears, yeah. or whatever. So this is still like even worse. I'm like, mm. yeah. No, I don't want. It's pretty like, bad. Like, and like you're gonna like let the dog like lick your face and stuff like that after that. It had like vampire ears in his mouth. Ugh, I know, right? Yeah. That's why pet people are weird sometimes. 
So, yeah, especially not immediately after. He definitely would not allow even a lick, a cheek lick after he had vampire ears. Right, like, or, even putting it in my pocket, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. Get you, like, a mint or something first, dog? Like, <laughs> right. Like, no corpses in my dog's diet. So, Peter can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they're sitting there, the dog starts growling again, and Thomas makes the intelligent assertion they should probably go indoors. Discretion is the better part of not getting exsanguinated, I said. Let's go. This concludes our episode 12.2, It's a Trap! Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mackinallies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. Here at Free Flow Rambling, conjure by it at your own risk. 